0: She's so stale in here Everybody's running scared We used to be so carefree we Used to be so happy Used to have everything we need
1: mentality, where melanated people are connected in spirit, love, and community. What's up, kings and queens, beautiful people everywhere? It's your girl, C.K. McGee, and I am your host. Hey there, beautiful people. How's everyone doing? I pray that you're all doing as well as you can be. Welcome to another episode of Village Mentality. I'm so glad to have you all here with me in the village. And you know, you're welcome to join me each and every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'd like to give a warm welcome to those of you who may be tuning in for the very first time. And if you're looking to see what Village Mentality is all about, then you're welcome to catch up on all previous episodes of Village Mentality on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, and The Awakened Lounge. Now, I also provide links to each episode on both Instagram and Facebook, and I'll share those with you at the end of the show. But thanks again to all of you for joining. As a mental health and wellness advocate with lived experience with mental health conditions, each week I'll be talking about different topics that could impact our mental health. And I'm focused on BIPOC communities because as an African-American woman, I'm extremely concerned about communities of color and their mental health. Now, As far as mental health is concerned, it really doesn't matter who you are or where you're from because we can all be impacted. And that is something that we all must know and understand. Now, we may not all have mental illness, but we all have mental health and we need to make sure that we're taking care of it. The purpose of this podcast is to bring awareness to the many different ways in which our mental health can be affected showing that poor mental health outcomes are not always caused by chemical imbalance, but it can also be from the various stressors, trauma, or circumstances that we all face from time to time in our lives. Through education and advocacy by individuals like myself who have lived experience, whether it be with mental health conditions or substance use, the hope is that we'll be able to show up in more effective ways to support those around us that may be suffering. The stigma of mental illness and conversations about mental health can be more difficult for marginalized and intersectional groups, and it interferes with our ability to take care of our mental health as we should. Now, self-care beautiful people, in my opinion, is a very important tool and I encourage us all to use it in our daily lives or to at least set aside some time for it on the weekends, okay? Now, there are so many different ways that we can practice self-care, especially when we view it holistically. The benefits of learning to take care of ourselves, well, it extends beyond us and it has a positive impact on all those whom we encounter. Now, for someone who's in crisis or who may be experiencing emotional distress, self-care, well, it's going to be the furthest thing from your mind, and it's understandable. I get it. But in all truth, self-care is actually something that we grow into, right? It's not automatic. It's not an automatic practice at all, especially if you've been in crisis. But what's important about it is that when we begin to process You know, we begin the process of learning, right? How to identify the things that we need to do in order to take better care of ourselves. Like, for instance, um, if you need to start your day with a cup of herbal tea, if that's what you need to do to settle your nerves before you face the day, then go ahead and do that, right? Because it's going to help you feel good, right? And it will enable you to show up more effectively for others in all those spaces that you occupy. Self-care as a whole. It tends to our body, our intellect, mind, our practical needs, our social needs, and spirit. So in order to practice self-care, beautiful people, you actually need to make time for it. But the great thing about it is that it doesn't have to take a lot of time, right? There are some simple things that you can do in just 10 minutes. That's right. 10 minutes a day, right? So... When you work to nurture all parts of yourself, there's a good chance that you're going to be happier and you're going to be more balanced. And balance is what we need. It's what we should live in in our lives, right? Self-care, it is for everyone, and that's something else I want to make sure everybody understands. Kings, queens, children, you know our kings and queens in training, everybody needs to learn how to take care of themselves because it is about self-preservation. So when you think about all that we do, All the things that we take care of that matters in our lives, kings and queens, you know, think about all the energy that we put to that, yet we're hesitant and feel guilty about taking care of ourselves, right? So we got to put things into the proper perspective with regard to our overall health. We need to do everything we can in order to replenish all that energy that we put out into the world when we are doing for others, all right? Please. Please, please take the time to practice self-care, check in with your needs, and live each day in a way that protects your mental health, because it is, after all, an integral part of your total well-being. Self-care helps us to rejuvenate our spirits and souls so that we can continue to be the fantabulous kings and queens that we most definitely are. And I'll be right here to remind us of that fact each and every chance I get. You dig? Now, If you've heard the show before, then you know that there'll be plenty of music too. So, how about going into the top 40 hits from 1992? Yeah, why don't we do that? I hope that you'll sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, without further ado, I believe that it's time for me to take my first walk of the evening to my musical jukebox. Okay, beautiful people, our first song this evening was written and performed by this Scottish singer. And it was included on her debut solo studio album, Diva, which was released in 1992. Now, the single peaked at number one in Canada and number 14 here in the States. Here's Annie Lennox with her song, Walking on Broken Glass. B group in Vogue with Free Your Mind. Now it was released as the third single from their critically acclaimed second album Funky Divas. The anti-prejudice song became a top 10 hit on the Billboard Hot 100 and a top 20 hit on the UK singles chart. Billboard named the song number 41 on their list of 100 greatest girl group songs of all time. Well, Village, you know me. I like to take a little bit of time to talk about some things, whether it be about current events, entertainment, or something that's just on my mind. So, why don't we get into a segment of mine called Let's Talk About It? <laughs> May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and it gives us plenty of opportunity to talk about some different topics that are related to our mental health. So today, beautiful people, let's talk about the link between hormones and mental health. Right? Now, we all know that hormones are chemical messengers secreted by our endocrine gland, okay, our endocrine uh, gland, excuse me. They influence many aspects of our body's functioning, including metabolism, growth, sexual health, and reproductive system functioning. Okay, Now, our mental health is strongly impacted by hormones because hormones have a major role to play in the regulation of our moods and emotions. Did you know that? Now, almost all of your hormones affect your mood emotions, and mental health in one way or another. So let's take a closer look at how hormones influence our mental health, including which particular hormones are at play. Now, what happens when hormones fluctuate or become imbalanced? And how do we manage any hormonal changes that you may be experiencing? Right? So those are some things that we need to look at. So here's what you need to know um, about how some of these hormones impact your mental health. So first up is serotonin, all right? That's a neurotransmitter that helps to regulate our mood and our behavior. It's also responsible for memory functioning. Imbalances of serotonin are thought to play a role in certain psychiatric conditions, including depressive disorders, anxiety disorders, post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, and obsessive-compulsive disorder, or OCD, all right? Then there's dopamine. Um, And, you know, dopamine receptors, you know, they are throughout the whole body, right? So they play an important role in our moods and our emotions. Additionally, dopamine is involved in the rewards systems in our brain. Up next, we have Cortisol. Cortisol. It's a steroid hormone that controls stress in the body. Specifically, it's involved in the body's stress response, which gets activated when we are faced with stressful and scary situations. So cortisol puts our fight or flight system into gear, including the bodily reactions, which would be like increased heart rate, rapid breathing, okay? And those things occur when it's triggered. Okay? Also, thyroid hormones, right? They're secreted by your thyroid gland. It's a butterfly shaped gland that's in your neck. So, thyroid hormones influence metabolism, your heart, your lungs, and your muscles. Too little or too much thyroid hormone can cause symptoms of depression and anxiety. Then we have sex hormones, right? The main sex hormones for women are estrogen and progesterone, and they fluctuate and change throughout the menstrual cycle and also during pregnancy and later in life when menopause occurs. These hormones greatly affect mood, emotions, and sexuality. Now testosterone is the main hormone in our males, our kings, right? And that also affects mood, behavior, and sexual feelings. So you probably didn't even think about that, right? Because, you know, when you're thinking about hormones, and I know this for myself, which was what was so fascinating about reading this, is that you only think that it pertains to us queens. But nope, you kings too. I love it. So now, examples of hormonal imbalances that affect mental health include thyroid conditions such as hypothyroidism. And that means that you have too little of the thyroid hormone and it's usually linked to low mood or depression and then there's hyperthyroidism which is too much of the thyroid hormone and it's usually linked to irritability and anxiety there's also premenstrual syndrome and pre excuse me premenstrual dysphoric disorder otherwise known as PMDD And that's caused by hormonal fluctuations, which are linked to significant mood swings and emotional upheaval. There's postpartum depression, which is a serious mood disorder, which is linked to rapidly changing hormones during and after childbirth. We also have perimenopause and menopause, which are characterized by severe mood swings depression and anxiety and it's caused by significant drops in the hormone estrogen. Uh, so ladies if you are suspecting that your hormones are impacting your mental health it's best to visit a healthcare provider to get a diagnosis and discuss treatment options. This could be your primary care provider or your OBGYN or it could even be a psychiatrist. Now Dr. Tenler Um, who is an MD says that often a type of doctor called an endocrinologist is also recommended um, because they're able to see when you may be dealing with a potential hormone issue. Now for our kings who also deal with hormonal imbalances you guys may experience increased irritability, mood swings, decreased motivation, depression and or anxiety, right? And, you know, like I said, we're always thinking about the queens, but we need to learn more about our kings because they too can be impacted, right? Some of the most common symptoms that are specific, in fact, uh, to hormone imbalance for men would be trouble sleeping, brain fog, elevated blood sugar, low energy, decreased bone density, and abnormal heart conditions so hormone imbalance symptoms are more common in men than most people realize and hormone replacement therapy can help to restore hormone levels to a healthy range so it's important that we learn to listen to our bodies and recognize the symptoms which you know it's just the first step but sometimes it can be the hardest and most important when it comes to our wellness journey all right here's to brighter days okay village black history is american history and you know we vowed here at village mentality to talk about black history 365 because it applies and it doesn't have to be just regulated until february right so on this day in black history William English Walling's expose about a bloody race riot in Springfield, Illinois, that's Abraham Lincoln's hometown and burial site, resulted in the assembly of an interracial group to discuss proposals for an organization that would advocate the civil and political rights of African Americans in January 1909. Now, the group issued a quote-unquote call resulting in the first National Negro Conference held in New York on May 31st and also June, 30, uh, excuse me, June 1st, 1909. It was at the second annual meeting, actually, on May 12, 1910, that the committee adopted its formal name for this organization, the National Association for the Advancement of Color People, otherwise known as the NAACP. Now, the NAACP's goals were the abolition of segregation, discrimination, disenfranchisement, and racial violence, particularly lynching. Also on this day in history, the Tulsa Race Massacre, a.k.a. Black Wall Street. Now, if you have never heard of this horrifically tragic event, then as always, I invite you to do your own research. And that is Black History Wednesday. This American singer and songwriter released this next song on Epic Records, and it was the second single from his eighth studio album. The song was commercially successful, peaking at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 and number one on the Billboard Hot R&B singles, as well as the mainstream Top 40 chart. It was certified three times platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. Now, internationally, the song was a top ten hit in nine countries. This song was written and composed by Teddy Riley, Bernard Bell, and the King of Pop, Michael Jackson. Well, here he is with one of my favorites, and my mom's too, I believe, Remember the time.
0: the Ch- No, we stay on the phone
1: song from this Cuban-American singer-songwriter reached number five on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and number two on the adult contemporary chart. Gloria Estefan even sings background vocals. Here's John Sakata with Just Another Day. And when we come back, I will get into today's topic. So this evening, I'd like to talk with you about mental health in rural America. Mental health in rural America. Now you probably have never even considered that to be something to talk about, but you'd be surprised. And in the spirit of education and awareness, there are some things that we can all learn, right? Now, While rates of mental illness are similar in rural areas compared to urban areas, there is a higher risk of suicide in rural communities, with nearly twice as many suicides in the most rural counties compared to urban. One in 25 adult Americans has a serious mental illness in any given year. But people in rural areas are more likely to experience it, and they face unique barriers to receiving treatment. So let's talk about the four A's of rural mental health. The four A's in rural mental health are accessibility, affordability, availability, and acceptability. So it's important for you know providers and clients and support systems to understand each A for effective progress Um, you know if we're going to look for it to be made if we're going to make changes to stigmatizing mental illness and overcoming the obstacles that are faced by those with mental health care needs in rural communities it's important to know the four a's all right so the first of the four a's is accessibility it focuses on the knowledge of how when and where to obtain services Now having access to mental health treatment is essential and there are many barriers that impact accessibility, including transportation, right? If you have to travel long distances or if there's a lack of public transportation and as well as cost, right? How about a lack of understanding of care options, mental health services, availability and location, reduced or no provider choice. If there is a provider, Then it may be the only one which leaves no choice for anything else and a lack of culturally appropriate services. So cultural barriers to access for individuals living in rural communities, um, you know, it basically leaves them feeling misunderstood and unseen. And so as a result, they won't seek care. All right. Now, the second A is affordability the costs associated with receiving care all right affordability and mental health treatment is a significant barrier it really is and it can impact the first which is accessibility now affordability issues include financial and insurance status barriers that are problematic resulting from lack of money or insurance coverage as a result of poverty and unemployment or underemployment if there is coverage such as medicaid providers may not even accept it further increased costs and low reimbursement rates for services are often issues in rural health settings right clinics may not want to provide mental health services when the cost of doing business is so high and reimbursement rates are low and transportation costs we have to think about gas and insurance maintenance bus fare etc all of that can be prohibited for both client And provider see I told you guys these were important things for us to know now the third a is availability although research suggests the prevalence of mental health issues and the fact that they're similar in rural and urban settings rural areas have limited availability of services alright several issues are in play with availability, including practitioner uh, shortages, right? Higher levels of unmet need for mental health professionals exist in more rural counties and lower income levels. Rural areas may appear less attractive to providers due to a lack of support from other professionals and lack of access to appropriate services. These practitioner shortages lead to three critical issues, okay? It's lack of specialty providers, leading to everyone being treated the same and individual needs going unaddressed. There's also lack of comprehensive services, specific interventions such as medication, therapy, support groups, and psychosocial education, and lack of access to pharmacies. So for individuals to get the prescribed medications and ongoing refills that are needed for treatment. All right. Now, the last but certainly not the least A is acceptability. Acceptability, which incorporates the constant issues related to the negative perceptions tied to the need for mental health services, right? Mental health issues are surrounded by stigma, and that stigma is often felt more acutely in small rural towns due to lack of anonymity. Everyone knows everyone. Everybody's all up in your business all the time. Y'all know how that is out there. Even if we are a village, everybody is so nosy, right? And so stigma already, you know, creates embarrassment and guilt and all of that shame that people experience. So even just getting people to acknowledge that they need the help is, is, is one step. But then once you receive it, to sort of like be put on blast like that will keep people from getting the treatment that they so desperately need. All right. Now, this quote highlights this struggle. The quote is, we as a society have a hard time asking for help. So it's hard enough to ask for help without feeling that everybody's going to know it. Your neighbors don't have a clue in a city. Right. If you're going to get some help, but everybody in a small town will know if your pickup truck is parked outside of the mental health provider's office. All right. Straight facts. Straight facts. Now, lack of uh, practitioner competence and understanding the culture of rural communities, the tight knit, supportive communities that exist can also be a problem. If a practitioner comes in and takes over, residents will run them right out of town if they lack competence for the rural culture. Lastly, the use of informal support network networks for rural residents, which include like your neighbors, your family and churches. Now, usually that's like they they, they refer to it as informal support, but I would say natural supports. OK, your friends, your family um your church family, people that you engage with on a consistent basis. These are all essential and valuable yet may keep someone from utilizing more formal services that can assist them in a professional manner. So it's like, while you do have the you know the natural supports there, don't you find that you still might have to filter what you're saying to certain people because perhaps they could be the problem? I mean, I'm just saying, they could be the problem. So you can't really, I don't know, talk to them in the way that you need to. So it would be nice if you did seek out a third party, a mental health professional who is trained to be able to assist you They don't. I just want to make sure everybody understands that when you go into therapy, if that's the if that's the road that you take, if that's the path that you go on, it really isn't about them telling you everything that you need to do. Right. It's really using them sort of as a. um, How can I say? You're working things out with a person who will be able to guide you in how to navigate the issues in your life in a healthy, productive way, right? So it's not like they have all the answers for you they help you find the answers so you definitely have to be a willing participant um you know in your therapy in order for it to be all that you would like for it to be if that makes any sense to you guys and i hope it does because a lot of people have misconceptions about what therapy is but how wonderful um it is to be able to use that if you should choose to because again you don't have to like watch what you're saying with somebody who doesn't have anything at all to to really do with your life but again that's what it is about rural areas because that practitioner could be someone who is best friends with your mom you know what i'm saying so that's kind of what they're what they're talking about so you know um All of these A's, the accessibility, affordability, availability, and acceptability, they have to be considered together when understanding what the challenges are that are faced by rural communities as it relates to their mental health. And when policy is crafted, right, to overcome these challenges, studies are showing that the four A's lead rural residents with mental health needs to enter care later in the course of their disease, than their urban peers, enter care with more serious, persistent, and disabling symptoms, and require more expensive and intensive treatment response. So I'd like to thank SIU Medicine for teaching us all about the four A's this evening of rural mental health. The more that we know, the better equipped we'll be to provide effective support. Here's to Brighter days. Tennessee,
2: Tennessee, 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 Tennessee,
3: Tennessee, Tennessee. Lord, I've really been real stressed, down and out, losing Although I am black and brown Problems got me pessimistic Brothers and sisters keep messing up Why does it have to be so damn tough? I don't know where I can go To let these ghosts out of my skull My grandma passed, my brother's gone I never at once felt so alone. I know you're supposed to be my steering wheel Not just my spare tire So Lord I ask you To be my guide and force the truth Some strange reason it had to be. He guided me to Tennessee. Take me. superior over me. We talk to each other in a friendship way. Then out of nowhere, they tell me to break. Out of the country, and into more countries. Past birth into rhythm where the ghost of childhood hunts me. Walk the road, my forefathers walk. Climb the trees, my forefathers are from. has those trees for all their wisdom. They tell me, why is I so young? Go back to Came. Oh. My family tree, my family name. Oh. For some strange reason, it had to be. Oh. He got it, it's in a sense. Take me to a place. Springs, Rosadon and Baba, they went down to Peachtree, Headliner, I challenge you to a game of horseshoes, a game of horseshoes! Now I see the importance of history, while my people be in the mess that they be, the many journeys to freedom made in fame. by brothers on the corner playing ghetto games, I ask you Lord why you enlighten me, without the enlightenment of all my folks? it's said, 'Cause cause I set myself on a quest for truth, and you were said to quench my thirst, but I am still thirsty. Allow me to drink some more He said what I am searching for Are the answers to all which are in front of me The ultimate truth started to get blurry Some strange reason it had to be It was all a dream about Tennessee Take me to a
1: arrested development with the first single from their debut album, Three Years, Five Months, and Two Days in the Life of. The song contains a sample of Prince's 1988 hit, Alphabet Street. It peaked at number six in the United States and it won the Grammy Award for the best rap performance by a duo or group in 1993. And it was followed by Save the Best for Last by Vanessa Williams. It's a song by the actress that was released in January of 1992 as the third single from her second studio album, The Comfort Zone. Now, the song was written by Phil Goldston, Wendy Waldman, and John Lind. And it's a ballad about a young female admirer of a single man who stands by and watches as the object of her desires goes through years of dating other people before Eureka, he finally unexpectedly decides to initiate a relationship with the singer. Now, the lyrics' redemptive themes resonated with William's story as she had to put together a successful music career following her earlier Miss America resignation scandal. The song was a commercial and critical success and it topped the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart for five weeks and it was ranked 4th on the Billboard's Top 100 Hits of 1992's list, becoming the biggest success of Williams' musical career. All right, beautiful people. So it's time for this week's inspirational story. And the name of the story is Testing for Gossip. Testing for Gossip. Here's the story. In ancient Greece, Socrates was reputed to hold knowledge in high esteem. One day, an acquaintance met the great philosopher and said, do you know what I just heard about your friend? Hold on a minute, Socrates replied. Before telling me anything, I'd like you to pass a little test. It's called the triple filter test. (laughs) Triple filter? said the guy he's like yeah that's right the triple filter test so before you talk to me about my friend it might be a good idea to take a moment and filter what you're gonna say that's why I call it he said the triple filter test so here's the first filter it's truth all right truth was the first filter have you made absolutely sure that what you're about to tell me is true Mm, no, said the man. Actually, I just heard about it and, uh, okay, all right, all right, says Socrates. So you don't really know if it's true or not. Now, let's try the second filter, the filter of goodness. Is what you're about to tell me about my friend something good? Uh, no, on the contrary. So, Socrates continued, you want to tell me something bad about him but you're not certain it's true. Hmm, okay, well, you may still pass the test because there's one filter left, the filter of usefulness. Is what you want to tell me about my friend going to be useful to me? Mmm, no, not really. Well then, concluded Socrates, if what you want to tell me is neither true nor good, nor even useful, then why tell me at all? Come on, Socrates, come through, come through. What is the moral of the story, village? Well, I think that it's time that we all consider what we allow to enter into our spirits and our minds. Let's stop being so quick to accept garbage from other people. How about we just put a lid on it, you dig?
2: such a crazy way Whatever it is that you do when you do what you're doing It's a feeling that I want to stay Cause my heart starts beating triple time With thoughts of loving you on my mind
3: Звучит
1: WV with their hit, Week, from their debut studio album, It's About Time. The song was originally written for Charlie Wilson, but later it was decided that it would be given to this R&B trio. And I think that, as always, it worked out just fine. And it was followed by End of the Road by Boys to Men. Mm -hmm. And that was for the Boomerang soundtrack. It was released in June of 1992, written by Babyface. Antonio L.A. Reid, and Daryl Simmons. The song achieved domestic and international success, and in the United States, End of the Road was the number one single of 1992. It was on the Billboard year-end hot 100 singles chart as well. And it was also ranked by Billboard as the sixth most successful song of the decade, honey. Mm -hmm, I know that's right. Well, kings and queens, it looks like we've come to the end of another show. I do hope that the information provided will be of help to you. Remember, it's always a good idea to do your own research, no matter what the topic is, especially if your life is involved. It has been both a pleasure and honor to be here with you in the village, and I feel that way about y'all each and every week. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, and I look forward to being with you all again here in the village, every wednesday evening at 6 p.m eastern standard time now please be sure to follow village mentality on instagram at village mentality.ckm as in mary and on facebook at village mentality the podcast you can also catch all episodes of village mentality on spotify google Podcasts, anchor radio public and there's a link to each episode, again, available on Instagram, villagementality.ckm, Facebook, Village Mentality, the podcast, as well as the backslash village hyphen mentality. And just remember that God has got me and he's got you too. Be blessed, beautiful people. And here's to brighter days.
0: He's so stale in the yeah. air Everybody's running scared We used to be so carefree Used to be so happy Used to have everything we need yeah. wow.